About an hour southwest of Fredericton is Charlie Lake, named after a mysterious hermit who lived there long ago, along with his little dog. He was said to have been hiding from the law, for he used to be a pirate, and he had buried a great treasure by the lake, which still bears his name today. You're listening to Backyard History, the hidden stories that happened in your own backyard. The podcast version of the weekly history column running in newspapers across the Maritimes with your host and author, Andrew McLean. In the winter of 1892, a Fredericton reporter who wrote for the St. John Daily Sun newspaper made the long trek to Charlie Lake by horse and sled. He was investigating rumors of a mysterious hermit who had lived by the lake at least 60 years earlier. He wrote, I have talked with several aged men living in the vicinity of Fredericton who, when still youths, were engaged in the woods at Shogamok and used to spend many an evening in Charlie Fleming's cabin. He told how he had buried a vast amount of gold and treasure. The reporter, who was not named or credited, which is just how things were done back then, drove his sled through the snow 38 miles to investigate this strange story. He went past Kingsclear and Dumfries and through a long flat property named the Barony. He passed the ruins of a long dead lumber baron's mansion called the Pompelli Estate, and then he passed Pokioik, arriving in a little town called Allendale. There, he met Senator John Glazer, who agreed to tell him the story of the man Charlie Lake was named for. Senator Glazer was described as looking like Uncle Sam, with a big hooked nose and a long chin. Ever since he lost all of his hair at the age of 18 from typhoid fever, he had worn a jet black wig that was described as not fooling anyone. The senator was then an 83-year-old respected elder statesman. However, back in his younger days, he had been a famously adventurous and infamously combative lumber baron whose larger-than-life mythology earned him the nickname The Main John. In 1926, Hiram Alfred Cody, a St. John minister and the author of several best-selling books, published a famous poem called Glazer's Men, which went, Don't you hear them coming, tramping down the glen? Husky, lusty giants, shades of Glazer's Men. Can't you hear them shouting? Can't you hear them sing? Marching on the Equatook in the early spring. Leaders through the dappled dawn, warders of the night, mighty all in girth and brawn, devils in a fight. Don't you see the main John striding in the lead? Clear-eyed, strong and fearless, kith of blue-nosed breed. First to bring a timber drive through the wild Grand Falls, First to sight the Squatuck Lakes, where the lone moose calls. Haunter of the silent ways, spirit of the glen. Dauntless as in olden days, 
Glazer leads his men. Glazer's men are driving, don't you hear their call? Ghostly shadows gliding through the forest hall. Inland stream and valley, sweeping plain and hill, feel again the spirit of the old time thrill. Shogamok is running wild, Tobik's white with foam. Once again the mighty drives are sluicing grandly home. Glazer's men are calling, calling strong today, from the forest reaches where they led the way. Stirring souls of action, lifting visions bright, thrilling hearts to daring, nerving arms to might. Down the slopes of yesterday, through the throbbing years, comes the message ringing clear of Glazer's pioneers. The aging senator told the reporter, At the time, a singular individual lived alone in the solitary vastness of the Shogamok Forest, and from whom the lake is said to have taken its name. This pirate-turned-hermit was named Charlie Fleming. Senator Glazer recalled, He is said to have been a pirate and a freebooter on the high seas and many a dash and a bloody fray he is said to have taken part in. It is quite certain that for many years he followed this bloody calling. His pirate ship was eventually captured, and the punishment for piracy was death. Most of the crew, either being killed or taken prisoner, he alone managed to escape, wrote the reporter. A prisoner from justice, with a stain of blood upon him. It was Charlie's efforts to hide from the law that led him to the lake. Senator Glazer explained, He sought to hide from justice and the face of his fellow men. He wandered until he found a refuge in the rocky fastness of the Shogamok woods. At first, the pirate survived off fish and game before clearing enough forests to be able to grow potatoes and grain. As the years passed, lumber cutting operations drew closer to him, and he began trading with the lumberjacks. This is how the aging pirate met the young logger, who would later become a senator. Charlie was haunted by his past, apparently quite literally. The senator told the reporter he was very superstitious and always doing something to drive away the ghosts which were nightly appearing to him. Glazer explained that Charlie had managed to clear quite a large farm. However, by the time of the interview, it was already mostly overgrown, and only a general outline of it was still visible to the reporter. For decades, people have dug by Charlie Lake, searching for the hermit pirate's treasure. To this day, some still insist that his treasure is still buried by that lake. But despite the fruitless efforts of centuries of treasure hunters, no treasure has been found. However, Senator Glazer told the reporter that the treasure had never actually been brought back to New Brunswick. The secret was that Charlie alone knew where his pirate crew had buried a vast amount of gold and treasure in Spain before being captured and executed. 
Over the years, as he grew older, the rumors of Charlie's treasure made it to the big city of St. John, and a group of enterprising citizens came to pay him a visit. The St. Johners offered to procure a ship and to build an ingenious compartment hidden within the load of lumber for Charlie to hide in from the authorities who still, even after all these years, offered a reward for his capture. They would then take the ship to the Spanish coast to find the treasure. Charlie accepted the St. Johners' offer. However, when their ship made it to the Spanish coast, they discovered that the whole little town now existed on the coast where the treasure had been buried. The New Brunswickers on that ship debated what to do next, but their strangely behaving foreign vessel aroused the alarm of the Spanish townspeople, who informed the authorities. Their ship was seized by the Spaniards and the St. Johners were all arrested. The Spanish authorities, however, never found Charlie in his secret compartment inside the load of lumber. According to Senator Glazer, it was only through the intervention of the British consul that they were eventually allowed their liberty and proceeded back to St. John with their vessel. The reporter concluded, after returning to St. John, nothing more was heard of Charlie Fleming by the settlers in the vicinity of Charlie Lake, but he is supposed to have died there and the lake in the Shogamok Woods still bears his name. That was Backyard History with your host, Andrew McLean. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for another hidden story that happened in your own backyard. Produced by Jordan Lozier.